0: Hi friends, welcome to an episode of Grilled Cheese and Rosé, where we discover the different blends within our lives. And I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, and this is Season 2, Episode 4. Typically, I would tell you the title, but I'm going to wait. We're with special guest, Cortina Covington, owner of Garden of Yoni, and I love her tagline. Get this, guys. Your vagina deserves a budget. I love it. Would you like to say hello to the people? (laughs) Absolutely! Hey, everybody! (laughs) I love her energy. I love it. I love it. So this week, I wanted to discover an area I don't think we talk enough about. um, And we also definitely don't talk about the care and the upkeep needed. You know, we call her our honeypot golden treasure. Grandma said it was our pocketbook. (laughs) But she's our... I know, right? (laughs) Didn't that kind of take you back? Oh my god! <laughs> but she's our FJJ. She's our vagina, and this is a conversation for the ladies, of course. But fellas, don't you chime off because this is going to be educational and informative for you guys as well. So before we get into that, um, why don't you share with them um, your experience and how you got into this field and health, women's health, and became an expert in this area?
1: Absolutely. So. I have been doing vaginal steaming for uh, about two years now. Um, My business is about one year old, July 11th, May one year. Uh, But prior to that, um, I was in a situation where my 15 year old was in a lot of pain. Uh, She had really long menstrual cycles, she had cramps. That were every day. Wow. You know, some most women get maybe like the first three Mm -hmm. days. Hers were every day. She was miserable. She is she's a replica of me, you know, really bubbly upbeat. And when we're down, you know we're gotcha. And so she just got really tired, you know. She was taking 800 milligrams of ibuprofen, you know, four days out of those 10 days. And, you know, one day my husband was like, you know, you guys are going through bottles and bottles of ibuprofen. That can't be, you know, normal. And it, for some reason, like it's just like a light bulb. It's like, Dang, you know what? He's right. Like that's not okay. Are we going to take eight hundred milligrams of ibuprofen for the next forty years? <laughs> right. Like, that's not okay. Um. So I took it to the doctor, and the only thing they offered me was birth control. And she was a virgin, and she still is a virgin. And she was like, "No, I don't want that. I am. I'm totally anti birth control." Um. So. I just got on Dr. Google, you know, I got on Google and I tried to figure out a holistic way to heal my child and I found herbs. And so I dug a little deeper. What else can I do with these herbs? And I came across, you know, the ancient art of vaginal steaming and she became my Guinea pig and By that next month, I had a different child. She was up, she was running, she was going to school. She didn't have to take 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. By the second month, her cycle went from 10 days to seven days. By that third month, she was five days, no cramps, no ibuprofen, nothing. Wow. And I was like, oh, hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I knew I was onto something, you know, and I was like, why aren't we doing this? You know, how many women are going through this how many children are going through this like why are we doing this to our bodies when really we can just do it holistically with some herbs and some water
0: like, yeah yeah you know
1: what I mean so I um started steaming myself I started steaming my sisters all my girlfriends anybody who had a couch. <laughs> I was like let me hold your couch for a minute right I you love know? it so once i once I was able to see that all these women with different walks of life with different vaginal issues different cycles mm-hmm. all had basically the same results which is less medicine less cramping and a better quality of life I knew that i I needed to share this with the world and so I gave birth to garden yoni in and- that's what I've been doing ever since.
0: I love it. You know, it's, it's interesting because there's so much that I learned from following your page recently, just following your page that as a 35 year old woman, there was just certain things that I didn't even know about my own vagina. You get what I'm saying? Like there's just, because I don't think there's conversations that are had enough by the older to the younger right it's it becomes right. this thing of where it's in secret and if you talk about the vagina it's only associated with sex and not realizing right. there's a whole conversation that needs to happen prior to Absolutely. sex that is not being had and you know i shared um i believe a couple episodes ago that i actually got my menstrual cycle when i was nine and so you know you're talking about a nine-year-old with a menstrual cycle not wow. really understanding yeah everything that's going on with my body. So there was a lot of things that I learned over time until my adult years that I realized what was happening. And so, you know, there was just a lot of things that I learned just from like reading your posts and watching your videos um, and just really understanding that I wanted to bring this more into a discovery conversation is because I do feel like as women, we need to discover our cooch and not just from a sexual st- yeah. from a sexual standpoint, but really, to benefit yeah. our our well being and our health, okay. and I love how you said the quality of life is because I'm all about discovering different areas of your life so that your quality of life increases. So here it is: Absolutely. if we v steam, you know, we get our okay, if we get our, our like, good Just do it. Just <laughs> sit on
1: that pot, and like the first, like the first thing first is like. Call her what she is. She's a vagina, right? You know, like, that's what you have. Like, own it. You know, don't, don't, you don't have to sugarcoat it. You don't have to hide it. You know, I taught my my daughter, she's eight now, but when she was smaller, I, I, Showed her like this is your vagina. That's yeah. what it's called. Don't call it anything else because not when we're teaching our little girls that she has a cookie
0: or mm. she has a little Debbie snack, cake, <laughs> a little Debbie it, it,
1: snack. It cake. The- <laughs> but I said, you know, also yeah, yeah,
0: brain,
1: it, it it it's kind of dangerous because let's say something happens. God forbid somebody touches your child and she goes to school and say, hey, my daddy or my uncle or my auntie touched my cookie. Yeah. The teacher's gonna be like, oh, just buy a new cookie. <laughs> But really, she's talking about her vagina. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you could prevent a lot of hurt for my little girls by teaching her exactly what it is. Because had she walk in the classroom and said that man touched my vagina, oh, that that's a been totally different, different conversation. conversation. Yeah, you know. So I I taught my daughter from the jump. This is your vagina. Now, now I will say I did get a couple phone calls from school <laughs> because she was walking out saying vagina. That just comes with it. I'm like, yes. That's her yeah. Yeah. Like, she would just say it. She would sing it, vagina. She would watch cartoons and say it. And I was like, Liv, you don't have to say vagina. She's like, mom, but I really like that word. I'm like, okay. You know, like, <laughs> it's
0: almost like she found her own power within being able to say it. And you exactly. know what? Now that just Absolutely. by you saying that um, about like not giving it some, like, you know, sweet or, you know, cookie name or like, you know, um, a fun name. It almost takes away the attention and the power that we need to give it and not from a, you know, and I want to, I want to make sure that our friends know who listening, this is not just from a sexual saying like the power of the vagina and, you know, it's like that whole thing of like pussy power. This is not what, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being able to own what you possess as a woman, absolutely, own exactly, your own your absolutely. vagina versus it coming across as you know, like grandma, your, your pocketbook is showing, you know that, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you know, and that
1: kills me. I like, oh my god, like, grow. I, I was a mom at fifteen, mm. right? I I got pregnant my very first time. Didn't know anything about vagina. Didn't know about how to make babies my first time. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try have sex. <laughs> nobody told me you get pregnant yeah. the first time I was like oh okay well you know that happened and I remember my my mother taught my daughter that her vagina was a mm. money maker and I thought died you know just being a kid with a kid that just like I was like oh my god never again will you ever say that and you know I was so mad at her but this is something that has just been passed yeah. down you know from generation to generation and that's what it is and I was like never again if I ever have a kid she's gonna know what a vagina is and sure enough that's exactly what i did Had another little girl 10 years later and she knows what it is like just it's powerful she's amazing she brings forth life like there's no other organ in our body that does anything like yeah the vagina you know what i mean like god like it cleans itself it, it brings forth this this big huge bubble yeah.
0: baby <laughs> i mean it's Yeah. Why do you think as women, you know, we don't talk about our vagina and the care like it requires more frequently. Why don't you think that we have more conversations, even within our girlfriends or even publicly? You know, why do you think that we don't have these conversations?
1: Because we're dishonest. Mm. That's just what it is. We're being dishonest. We're not being truthful to ourselves. We're not being truthful to our girlfriends. Like it's this thing. Like you have to have the baddest vagina ever. Like my vagina is so wet. and It is so juicy, and it brings you know my milk brings the boys yeah. to the yard. And that's baby. Some some of our milk is <laughs> dry. You know, sometimes it just got a little a little powder Like that's it, and it's okay. You know, it's okay. There's something yeah. for that. And, and you know everybody wants to have the the best smelling vagina, and I I have always been so transparent. Like I, I I'm almost too transparent. Like girl, if you're having sex three times a day, seven days a week, and and husband, boyfriend, bay, whoever entanglement, <laughs> if he is secreting in you every time, honey, you smell like a can. A bumblebee to here. Mm. Like there's nothing else that you're going to convince me. You're not gonna tell me that you smell amazing because you don't, you know, and and that is like like the biggest lie that we walk around with thinking that oh we, we smell the freshest all the time. No, we sweat, we work out, it's a self-cleaning organ. So when you're cleaning things, they don't always smell the best. And and semen throws our pH off, and so that's automatically going to cause an odor, you know. So when you when you add his secretion plus what you already got going on plus your diet, it already don't it don't, it don't add up. And but we can't be honest with that, and then we don't want to own it and actually tell him, hey babe, you got my pH off. Can you like, uh, you know, can we not do that every time? Can you put it on my left cheek? <laughs> Can I get a facial? You know, something else. Just something else other than using your vagina as a dumpster. Because that's not, your vagina's not a dumpster. Because he's secreting waste. So why why own your vagina enough to say, no, you can't do that. No, I don't want you to do that. I've been with my husband for years. It took me a long time to get to the point to tell him, hell no. You're not about to do that tonight. Mm -mm. I just got my pH all the way together, sir no let's do something else (laughs) but we have to own it like you have to really be in tune with yourself and be confident about everything even if you have a bad day it's okay you can fix her drink some water hydrate mind your business do your yoni steam drink your tea and you can balance her back but just own it we have to be honest about everything when it comes to her your coochie isn't always the best coochie sometimes she stinks a little bit (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is very real. This is very real, candid information and, yeah. and just a real dialogue, because I it's something when you said, you know, we're we're dishonest. It hit me because we are as a gender, like as women, I can't really I mean, there's a few conversations that I've had with a couple of like my really close girlfriends that we've been, you know, very honest about certain things that we've gone through. But I think as a, everybody doesn't have that. Right. And then also right. you're not necessarily right. even though your doctor is seeing you at your most vulnerable, you're still not. Right honest with that, because I know when I, when I go to the doctor, I make sure I shower. It's almost like, it's, right. it's, it's almost <laughs> like I'm getting ready for the overnight. Right. So it's right. like I shower, right. I shave, I make sure she's trim. Yeah. You know, there's all these exactly. things that I go through so that she's presented at her best. And so when yeah. I'm asked questions, um, Sometimes, you know, you're not as honest and you're so true. I mean, of course, now, I mean, I very much am. i very like I want her to be at her best, um, period. Right. And it's not just about like being her best to present to your husband or to your spouse or to your boyfriend. It's just her being her best because she's a part of you. She's a part. She's a part of of your health. She's a part of your health and well-being. And so when she's good, you're good. And then everything that everything that you present yourself to is going to be good because you first started with yourself. And she's a she's a part of that. So what do you think are some, you know, self um, V care practices that we should implement on a weekly or, you know, daily practices? And I'll say this before you answer the question there was, I to I shared with you before we started this conversation and I love the post that says, wash your hands before you touch my vagina. And so before you talk yeah. about V care practices, just kind of touch on that, that post that you, um, that you put up the other day or a couple weeks ago.
1: So I, I, I post that because I, my husband, me and my husband have been together. Uh, we started dating in eighth oh, wow. grade. So we were off and on for a very long time, but he's a, he's a mechanic. And he's a mm. smoker. Um, so you can imagine what those hands look like, what they smell like. And I just remember, like, getting ready to do something. And, well, we were getting ready to have sex. <laughs> we were getting ready to have sex. But, and he had just finished smoking a cigarette. Now, prior to having Olivia, I used to be a smoker. I, I don't smoke anymore. And the smell of the cigarettes on his hand, on his skin would just make me throw Mm. up. But prior to that, you know, he never washed his hands after smoking a cigarette. And I just remember, like, we're getting ready to go into bed and he goes to, like, touch my vagina. (laughs) And the cigarette smell, like, (laughs) I was just, like, disgusted. And then it, like, clicked. I was, like, dummy. Like, if you don't like the smell of it, imagine what your Mm. vagina's going through. You're putting that... On, on, you know, down there on your vagina, like that's not okay. And so I was like, no, I need you to wash your hands. <laughs> he was like, and the middle of it, he's like, what? I was like, no, I need you to wash your hands, bro. Like for real. And so you know, just having that surreal moment, I was like, I wonder how many other women like don't even really, yeah. Attention. Is ben, is is he washing his hands? You know, are you washing your hands before? And, and everybody's like, oh, the mood, the mood. Man, I don't care about that mood. Like, go wash your hands. Just, just get everything ready beforehand. There's nothing wrong with stopping or him respecting your body enough. Just say, hey, babe, hold on. You know, I know, I know, hold on. Let me wash my hands because they might not be the cleanest. And I want to make sure girlfriend's okay because <laughs> yeah. I need her to be okay. I, I want to pound this down for the rest of the week. And if you get a yeast infection, I can't do that. So let me go wash my hands. See, that's what yeah. That's love. Yeah. We don't know that. And we're thinking that all of these things, all these problems, all these discharge that we're having, and we're not even going back to the source, not even thinking about those hands. Mm. That's
0: good. <laughs> I love the story behind it. I didn't know. Now that's that makes it even more real. <laughs> so what are some V-Care practices that we can implement?
1: So definitely, um, number one, right? Look at her, touch her, poke her, stimulate her, right? You know, um, I realized that not a lot of women really touch themselves. And it's okay to touch yourself. Like, there's a lot of nerves down there in the hood, in the vagina and stuff. So stimulate her. She needs to be used, you know. Um, Make sure you know what she's supposed to look like. Some women have very long lips. Some women have a little tiny man on a boat. Some women (laughs) have very long man on a boat. Like, just take a mirror, look at her. Like that's yeah. your kind of sis. That's that's yeah. your that's yours. You know what I'm saying? And own it and embrace however she may look. Embrace her. Okay. And if you want to go get wax, get her wax up, oil her up, and then take a look at her again. Say, girl, you look good. Look at your lips all <laughs> smooth and shiny. You know, like just <laughs> really make that. Yeah. You know? Drink your water. You know, drink water is such a huge thing. I can't tell you how many times I have to tell my clients to drink water. You know, they, they come to me and they say, Hey, you know, I have vaginal dryness issues, blah, blah, blah. My first question is always going to be, How much water are you mm. drinking? And usually the answer is like, Oh, two or three bottle waters <laughs> a day. Sis, <clears throat> yeah, you dry. You know, but we have to remember hydration is very important for our skin just in general so you know when you drink a lot of water even your face kind of puffs up a little bit and it's nice and full and it's bright same thing with with your vagina area you drink a lot of water you keep her hydrated and you keep her wet wet that's the real wet wet right there is is keeping her hydrated (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know you know so just definitely you know hydration your diet you know, your diet plays a part of your, your periods. If you're noticing that you're having heavy cycles or really crampy cycles, pay attention to what you're putting in your body. You know, a lot of processed meat, a lot of dairy right before your cycle, you're probably going to have a lot mm. of cramps, a lot of red meat and stuff. You're probably going to have heavy cycles or longer cycles. So, you know, your diet plays a part, part of that. You know, of course, implement some yoni steaming. Depending on your condition, you know, if you have, you know, the Nuva ring and certain birth controls, you probably don't want to steam. And, you know, there's some certain things. But, you know, when you find out who your yoni practitioner is, they can talk to you about that. But I always recommend doing a yoni steam. Even if you're just doing once a month, just do something to embrace her, to to love on her. You get your hair done, your nails done, your eyebrows waxed, your cootie cat wax. You get your feet done. You do all of those things. But when it comes to our vaginal health, we don't make that investment. The only investment is waxing it, but that's just the outside. What are you doing for the inside of your vagina? So
0: great pause, because I want you to elaborate more on Yoni steaming. There were some things that you even educated me on before this call. So explain why Yoni steaming and V-steaming is so important for us to, um, to do on a, you know, frequent occasion.
1: So What I found is that vaginal steaming really, you know, it it does give you a better quality of life. I have a lot of military clients and a lot of these women have endometriosis and endometriosis is like an overgrowth inside your body that just raves wherever it wants to go. It starts wrapping around different parts of your organs and it's just really painful. And so what I what I've learned with, with vaginal steaming, it, it warms up your pelvis area. So if you're got a sit down desk job, you're not really you don't have a lot of range of motion. So there's not a lot of circulation going there, you know. So now you introduce vaginal steaming where that that warm steam is warming up that area. Blood is getting to it. So this is why most women are really aroused during or really after. They do their steaming, they feel more aroused. Just like with a penis, in order for the penis to get um to have an erection, you have to have proper blood flow. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with your vagina. Gotcha. You have to have proper blood flow for her to, to function. Um, so she's gonna help function in the area, bring all that circulation down there, and then also she's gonna help get all that old blood out. You know, the best analogy I have is if you if you put glue. In the same spot for 40 years, and then you take a heat gun to it, it's going to slowly melt and take all of that old, old glue out. The same thing with your yoni steaming. You start steaming your vagina and all that old blood that's in there in your lining. Because remember, we're talking about a period is us releasing the lining in the walls because we didn't have a baby. But it's doing that every month for decades and decades. So now you're going to bring in steaming and you're going to detox and get all of that out by having that warm sensation down there on a consistent basis. And how
0: consistent do you, how consistent should you be with yoni steaming?
1: Well, every vagina Mm -hmm. is different. Um, So at the minimum, I would say, you know, try once a month. I like to start personally. I start my clients out at three times a month. And then I take them down to the second month. I do twice a month. And then the third month, just once a month and go go from there. And if they have any conditions or concerns that come up, we bump up to the two and we go up to the three. Now, anybody that does anything more than three, usually it's because we're trying to have a baby. So we steam Mm. more uh, because (laughs) the the yoni steaming is going to create a healthy environment. And a healthy environment means inviting for a baby to come. Um, so those particular clients can steam 30, 30 times at a month
0: Oh, wow. So steaming doesn't, you know, you, you know how like the saying, you know, too much of anything is not good, right? Does, does that apply to steaming? Okay.
1: Absolutely. I, absolutely. Because you're, you're on there for a certain amount of time. So for women who have very heavy cycles, um, they don't want to steam for 30 minutes. That's, that's not gotcha. good for them you know, they need to have a low, low temperature, 15 minutes max. Okay. But if you're a person that doesn't have any issues, no problem. 30 minutes, you're good. But I wouldn't absolutely sit there for, you know, an hour on a steam pot because too much of a good thing could be bad. Um, So you don't want (laughs) to disrupt because remember, we have that good bacteria and that bad Mm -hmm. bacteria. So we want to make sure that we're not you know, getting rid of the good stuff and then throw the pH off, and now you got yeast infection, right? You got to try that too. Um, so definitely want to balance things
0: things out. Gotcha. Absolutely. So I there's two more things that I want to touch on before um, we we finish our conversation. I I love talking. First of all, I didn't realize you were going to be this candid, so I love. <laughs> I love the fact that you're this candid with our friends that are listening. Um, and I really hope that you guys are taking note and just listening um, to be more mindful because this conversation in this discovery is really about like um, being aware of some things that, you know, maybe we didn't get as teenagers or maybe we didn't get in our young adult years. And just to really have that like real candid conversation that your vi- your vagina needs v care. It needs a part of, the, you know, what's becoming... Trendy and popular is like mental health and also self-care, right? Self-care is beyond getting your hands and your feet done or getting a massage. Um, Self-care is really um, paying attention to yourself. And that includes everything that is a part of you, which includes ladies, your vagina. (laughs) So, um, you know, I, I really want our friends that are listening to just really be aware and not feel uncomfortable about having these type of, these type of conversations, because if you're uncomfortable and I'll just say this, if you're yeah. uncomfortable having a conversation or listening about the very thing that you own, imagine what's happening to her by you not paying attention to her. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Absolutely. if you're so uncomfortable that you don't want to, talk to her or touch her or give her any type of care or even look look at at her. her. You're
1: like, look (laughs) at it. Like, what does your your vagina look like? Yeah. You know, I think about weird, crazy stuff like, I told my husband one day, I was like, oh, my God, babe, you know, I don't remember what your feet look like. What if something (laughs) happens and all of your body dies and I have to identify you by your feet? What if somebody identify me by my cookie list? Like, I don't know. Like, I just need to know what I, every part of me, I want to know what it
0: looks like. That is hilarious. (laughs) I got you. So I have a question for you. So some women, you know, struggle with the consistency of their um, vagina, whether, you know, you talked about it a little bit earlier, whether it's the sweetness, the taste of it, or whether it's the moisture level, the wet, wet, as you called it. Right. The wet, wet. wet. Everybody (laughs) got that wet, wet, girl. Right. So, so what it, are some natural things I know you, you talked about, you definitely talked about water and hydration, but what are some natural things that can help with either the quality of taste, you know, of sweetness or whatever, and also moisture.
1: So I know for a fact that some of our listeners are going to fight me, <laughs> but I'm going to say this <laughs> way. your vagina is not a
0: fruit. Mm-hmm. baby.
1: It's not supposed to be sweet. It's a vagina. It tastes like vagina. Like, it, it, there's there's nothing that you need to be... Stop sticking fruits in your vagina. Just stop. Like, I just... I don't understand. I, I don't... It's not a fruit, so it's not going to mm-hmm. taste sweet. If, if, for some reason, you just so happen to taste yourself, I'm assuming that he's inserted his clean hands in your vagina and... Let you taste yourself and, and maybe you taste sweet. So, you know, keep that same diet, keep that same energy. But there's nothing that you need to do. You don't need to eat a whole bunch of pineapples and a whole bunch of strawberries. <laughs> somehow that's going to make it sweet. It's a vagina, baby. It's not a fruit. Period. Like, that. that's it. It's I, There's no, I don't have any advice okay. making your vagina. Because it's not supposed to be sweet. It's supposed to taste like what you taste like. So if you you taste bad or you don't like it, change your diet.
0: And I do. And I will say, you know, I do believe that diet just in like in my own talking to some of my um, my friends that are nurse practitioners, um, diet does play into your consistency. And you mentioned that Absolutely. where it's not a matter of like <laughs> like you said, and I laugh because that is the thing. Eat a bunch of pineapples and that's going to yeah. It's not that. No. It's really what? your diet because it would be no different than the quality or the consistency or the taste of him has everything to do with his diet Um, would be the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Which would be the same for women. Yeah. So exactly. if you...
1: Eat- <clears throat> I changed my husband's diet because yeah. of that. You know, I just... Because, again, remember, I don't want him to secrete at me all the time. So I had to improvise, sisters. Okay, let's just keep it real. I had to improvise. And then I realized, mm, you know, that's nasty. I'm going to need to fix you something else for dinner. So I cut out red meat, and it became more palatable. Like, I, I just I just had to do that. But that's the same thing with yourself. Even your arms. Yeah. If you want to know what your yoni smells like or what it tastes like smell your armpit that's
0: interesting i've never heard that if
1: it if if you're just think if you don't put on deodorant or or you eat something sometimes it comes out of your Mm -hmm. pores you know like um if i eat a whole bunch of onions my arm my armpits start smelling like onions because it's coming through my pores which means ultimately that my yoni could smell like onions because it's coming through my pores So it's, it's the same concept. Like, you know, if you notice that eating certain foods make your, your, your body odor smell, that's going to contribute to your vagina. That's good. So just, you know, (laughs) there's a little little things that you just have to pay attention to. Yeah. Now what
0: about moisture?
1: Moisture is definitely, you know, there's some herbs that you can use some natural herbs to help with moisture. You know, um, of course, water, consistent water is going to be the number one, thing um but there are herbs like uh excuse me slippery elm hmm. it's really good for vaginal um dryness okay. um as a matter of fact you can take that herb you can put it in water and it will become thick kind of like a uh, almost like jelly oh, wow. it becomes kind of like it's jelly like and it's an herb and it, and it turns like that uh, women who are in menopause or post-menopause they use that and they use that as a, as a lubricant, just that, that herb with some water and shove it up there <laughs> just to give them some, <laughs> to give them some moisture okay. because, you know, it hurts, you know, vaginal dryness hurts and they can really put a damper on your relationship. Believe me, I know I started early menopause when I was 30 and that was the first thing that got snatched from me was, was the wet wet I was like, oh no, Lord Jesus, this is going to work. We got to fix something mouth, you know, I'm too young yeah. Now. Um, so, you know, I, I'm always on top of my water and I can always tell when I've been, you know, drinking more wine than water or I haven't been drinking my, my tea. And I, I make my own tea with my slippery elm and some other things in there to, to help make sure that I, I keep a little juiciness. does isn't, it ain't no waterfall, <laughs> I don't have no waterfall, but it makes it manageable that I can actually enjoy a session with my. Gotcha. Husband without being in pain because you don't want to be in pain. You know, that that session is for both of y'all. There's no fun that he gets to have a lot of fun and you're miserable and you're in pain. It, it hurts. Um, So I, I get it. So my heart goes out to all the women who have vaginal dryness and haven't got it resolved. Like, girl, please address it so you can have your sex life back.
0: That's good. And definitely, we're going to talk in just a few minutes how they can get that tea from you. They can get a session and all of that good stuff. But I would like for you to leave... Um, If we still have our male friends (laughs) on here, (laughs) (laughs) if we still have them on here um, for the few that are probably left, um, you know, talk to them about some of some advice for their end of V care, you know, for their wives, their spouses, girlfriends, all that good stuff. Yeah.
1: So when it comes to men, you know, definitely talking, being conscious, about her vagina right so maybe maybe you're with somebody that she's not conscious about it or she's not talking to you about it but men men notice a lot of things Mm -hmm. about us and one thing that i do know for sure they notice is odor right and be honest be like hey babe you know first of all if you're having sex you should be able to be a (laughs) grown-up and be able to talk about things you know what I'm saying? So if you're having sex with somebody that y'all can't have that conversation, then what are you doing? You know, like it's 2020. What are you doing? You know, but if, if you're in that relationship and you guys are having sex on a regular basis, basis and you notice something or you notice her pH may be off, probe her about it. Hey, babe, I noticed that your pH may be a little bit off today. And I know that you was in the shower. You've been washing a little bit more, but maybe you, maybe sister, you need to wash a little bit less because maybe you're stripping the, you know, stripping all your good bacteria, you know, find out what kind of soap. If you're a single man and you got women coming over washing, throw away that dove soap. Stop it. That that, was, that that soap is not good. Think about the soap that you have in the house for her to use. If you're noticing that she's using something that's sweet and it smells really good, that could throw her off, you know, so just kind of pay attention to that. Keep your hands clean. Make sure you're drinking your water. Watch how much red meat that you're eating and things like that. Find out if you're an acidic person because if you're very acidic and she's not and maybe she's alkaline and you put them two together, yeah, it could throw her pH off, you know, but just help her through that. Embrace her, you know, be like, oh, babe, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, I, I did drink a lot or I went out smoking with my buddies all weekend and I, you know, I, I could throw you off. You know, or I or even apologize. I'm sorry for throwing you off. I, I had fun this weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know, things like that. Like, just just being conscious about the things you're putting in your body. Because ultimately, when you go in that bedroom with her, if you're not using protection, and I didn't touch a lot over it because, I mean, I've been with my husband since forever. We do, we're not using protection. But, you know, if you're not using protection, you could throw her off. You know, but if you notice something, you know, say something. You know, bring it up, but don't try to make her feel bad about it. Just, just say, hey, you know, I learned about the Yoni semen, babe. Instead of me getting your nails done, this we want to, hook you up with a that. Yeah, name.
0: and I, <clears throat> you know, and I think there's two, like it's two sides to this conversation that I think, and you hit something about having mature conversations. And I'm a firm believer of, you know, adult doesn't it doesn't make you an adult when just because of your age, it, <laughs> maturity yeah. is not by age. And not at all. all. And so there's two sides to this as well, that I think men, there's this um, myth, it's misconstrued that a woman having a smell has to do with her hygiene. And, Correct.
1: And, and that's it's not, not true. true. Now, I'm at not, now that doesn't
0: exclude. <laughs> no. Now it could be. No, no, sometimes Yeah. Now it could be her hygiene, (laughs) but it could very well be that her pH is off. It could be her diet. It could be so many different things. And so when you just mentioned about, you know, being kind in the conversation or being able to bring it up, realizing, I think if more men realized that it's not because she's not smelling or stink because she didn't take a shower, it's there could be some other things that are... That Absolutely. are playing into that. And then also on the other side, from a maturity standpoint, as a woman, that if my husband comes to me and expresses something to me, me being mature enough to hear him and not get offended. Yeah. Oh, no, my, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah, my hair smells great.
1: Like, girl, Exactly. No. First of all, I know you're lying because you wash up with that. So that's how I know you're lying right there because that's not even soap. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> but I, I listen it's real I have some of my youngest client is 13 mm. years old and she has a ph issue where she just has a strong odor you know and my heart breaks for her because she's 13 yeah. you know what I mean like you know how difficult this is going to be and she plays sports uh, and the sports yeah get worse like ah, uh, you know Working with her, working with her parents, trying to find a, a natural resolution, it's been very challenging, you know, because we want to try to find the best way to give her a better quality of life just at 15 yeah. years old. She, yeah. You know, so, and there's some women that have been dealing with, especially bacteria vaginosis. Bacteria vaginosis is so common. So yeah, renowned. for sure. And, and, and women, we don't talk about it. I, I remember I worked in a call center. So nothing about females. And I can remember having a whole team not talk to me and not like me just because I said the word bacterial vaginosis. Wow. You know, they don't even want to talk about it. They don't want to admit that they have it or have had it. They don't want to admit what they're going through, and it, it's like, no. since if you're if you have DV and you're going through this cycle, which you're getting pills, you're getting can, you're getting the cream, then you get a yeast infection, and then it, the cycle it never ends. The only way off of the ha- hamster wheel is owning your vagina. Yeah, knowing what you're putting in your body, know who you're sleeping with. And, and going from there, like, and no your soap, all that detergent, all that sweet stuff, like, I make natural deodorants and that's just what I use, natural. I try to do natural everything, even down to my pads and my tampons is natural all natural everything because all of those stuff are wreaking havoc yeah
0: and it's it's i'll point out just before we get into um them finding out where you are and stuff but you know you mentioned about natural and organic you know tampons and pads and it's interesting for the last four months i actually just switched over to natural you know tampons um and i have noticed a difference in my cycle i've Mm -hmm. noticed a difference even in my body which is almost scary because you know you, you've yes. been using. You think about, man. Well, what's in Kotex? What's in Tampax? Like, what is in? What are yeah. in these products that are yeah. making my body more resistance to myself? Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy, you yeah. know. Exactly. So it's
1: like I'm hurting myself. Exactly. Like, you wouldn't purposely hurt yourself. So I just had this conversation with my my preteen talk. You know, the little mm-hmm. girls, and I said, I want you to read the labels. Get into the habit of when if it's something that you putting on your vagina or putting inside your body, get into the habit of, of reading the labels. If you can't pronounce it, you don't even understand it. And you got to use a Google to figure out what it is. You probably don't need it. And they've been getting away with it for so long. You know, when it comes to the vagina, the vagina is not respected. You know, you can't get a bottle of birth control and read the ingredients. Why? We, they don't even give us enough respect to tell us what we're putting in our body. So you have to be an advocate for your own vagina. Yeah. Read the labels, read the ingredients. On, my vagina is my vagina. You're not going to tell me what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do with it. Like, <laughs> just not. Just not. <laughs>
0: this is, this is really good. And I'm, I'm so excited that I had this conversation with you because you, you definitely brought out more than I expected and you said just what needed to be said because this conversation needs to be had very can- candidly and very raw. Whether it's with your doctor, yes, it whether does. it's with your friends, whether it's with your spouse, it needs to be yeah. very real and realizing that it's normal. Everything yes. that is happening, <laughs> everything that is happening with your vagina, whether it's smell, whether it's dryness, wetness, not that, what the wet, wet, whatever the case may be, It's so normal. But when you don't talk about it, you're not you're not addressing areas that can increase your quality of life and your quality of sex life with your spouse. It can even increase the quality of your menstrual cycles. You know, all of these things, if you just simply have a very real conversation, research and have you know what and have a very real conversation with yourself first. Because yeah, sometimes, sometimes to. we we kind of overlook where we're not being honest with ourselves. So therefore, we can't even be honest with other people. We know something's happening, but we won't address it. We know something is yeah. off, but we think, oh, we're gonna take a shower and the smell went away. So then we think it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You,
1: you might have. Yeah, an you. Issue. And you know, and, and vaginal statement doesn't replace your doctor. Yeah, you know, I want yeah, to definitely put that as disclaimer. I, by I by all means, I'm not telling you to just not do anything and just do vaginal steaming no absolutely not so go to your doctor do your routine checkups talk to your doctor and tell them hey, I'm doing vaginal steaming because I feel like this is going to help me. I I don't want to take these pills anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. So I'm going to try this holistic method. Not all doctors agree with vaginal steaming because, you know, there's some doctors that also believe that you ain't supposed to wash your vagina. And those clear people, I don't trust. Like, I'm just not going to not wash my vagina, you know. But talk to your doctor about it. Let them know what you're doing because at the end of the day, those herbs are medicine. Yeah. It's still yeah. medicine. It's real. It's not a fad. This is real life medicine. So you need to talk to your doctor about it. Let them know this is what I'm doing. Just to make sure that it doesn't, you know, go against any pills yeah. or anything that you may be doing I'm glad already. you brought
0: that up. So, <clears throat> So t- definitely you got to tell them where they can find you on social media, your website, how they can book a session with you, where you're located, how they can get your Yay! tea. Definitely talk about how they can order your tea and all of that good stuff.
1: So absolutely. So my Facebook name, my email and my Instagram, I made it all easy. Garden of Yoni. So my Facebook is Garden of Yoni. My Instagram is Garden of Yoni and my email address is Garden of Yoni at gmail.com. Um, so on any of my websites, you're going to be able to go on and book your steaming appointments um, most sessions are 30 minutes, but like I said, if you have heavier cycles or maybe you're short on time, I do offer mini sessions as well. And if you want tea and let's say you don't have time to do your only steaming art, you can't make it out here to Monks Corner, South Carolina, um, and you want to do the tea, you just contact me, send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, email, and I can customize all anything that I do for my clients are all customized. Mm-hmm nobody gets the, i don't do cookie cut because not every every vagina is not the same um so you know maybe six people might have the same steam but seven eight nine ten may have something totally different um so you just have to communicate it with me i work with you we have a consultation i work with you i figure out um an avenue we're gonna take and we're gonna try it and i'll make your customize your teeth We go for. i
0: love it thank you so much
1: you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I love all you for joining us. So, thank you so much for having
0: me. Really You're welcome. You. Thanks for listening to another episode of Girl Cheese and Rose. If this is your first time with me, you can find me on social media at Meet brittany Nicole, and you can visit my website, meetbrittanynicole.me. I'm giving away free stuff every single week. All you have to do is go to my website, meetbrittanynicole.me, click on the link that says free stuff, type in your name and your email address, and you're in there. From there, I'm going to send you free stuff every single week. So be sure to share this episode and subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, love and evolution.